You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Thank you for staying with us this morning. And we have our last interview. The time always seems to go fast here on Real Presence Radio Live. And we welcome to us uh, Dan Specht from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Dan, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks for having me, Father. Great to have you with us. Uh, Dan owns a small real estate company in Yankton, South Dakota, and you belong to a men's group that seeks to bring our Catholic faith into their work. And so, Dan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, and we'll get into this mission apostle you have with faith into the work. You bet. Uh, so I've, I've grown up in Yankton, South Dakota. i lived here my whole life. I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Deb, and uh, we have three grown daughters, and Two of them live in Sioux Falls, and then I've got a senior in college at Benedictine down in Kansas. Oh, very and then good. Last, yeah, lastly, and more importantly, it's got two grandkids. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that is. Yeah, we're, I was just talking to Bishop Fold on the, the air here. I don't know if you heard us talking about grandparents, but you might go back and listen to that one on the podcast if you yeah. didn't hear it. But uh, great congratulations on your family and your grandchildren. Uh, it's very exciting. Yesterday was the National Day of Grandparents and the Elderly. Um, but what about our faith? Uh, so you belong to a men's group in Yankton. And uh, when did you get started in the men's group that you go to? Uh, we started our men's group about three and a half years ago. A neighbor of mine, a Catholic friend, Dave Knopf, and I were, were searching for you know, just something a little bit more. So we actually got together and uh, invited four other uh, men to meet on a weekly basis and and start talking about our faith. Oh, that's awesome, because talking about our Lord and our Catholic faith leads to more questions, more interaction, and, and a thirst, because the, the truth has a, hap, you know, has a way of doing that for us. Uh, it makes us thirsty, because we're, we're made for truth. Uh, and, uh, you know, the great St. Augustine said, our minds are restless until we rest in you, O Lord. And, of course, our Lord, the way, the truth, and the life. You know, so in this group that's forming, three and a half years, it's great in your perseverance. So what, what is the goal of your group? What sorts of things are you about uh, as you've moved along and staying together? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, we didn't, we didn't really know where to start um, when we got going. So we, we really got started with an Exodus 90 program, ah. uh, which gave us a good, solid base on, you know, what silence means and what, what a holy hour is and how to pray it and you know, how to examine ourselves. <clears throat> and since then, um, our group has, has really become a, a fellowship of men and a, and a prayer group. So we meet weekly, and, and sometimes we'll have uh, maybe an article that we'll, we'll look at, or we'll, we might spend a month or two reading a book and talk about that. And sometimes we, we might just get together and, uh, you know, grill out with our families. So it's, it's really been a... a a fellowship, I guess that's probably the main goal of the group is to provide a fellowship and have a have a support group to talk about our faith life and how it inter- how it works within our maybe in our businesses or our families. Hmm, that's very good. And so when you um, 
started getting into the aspects of faith and reading articles, what has been part of your inspiration where faith into work? Can you uh, share with our listeners how it began to make sense to you to become active and bringing faith into your work life? I think it became apparent to me, anyway, personally, when um, I realized that faith goes deeper than, you know, just Sunday Mass. Uh, and that's probably where I was at three and a half, four years ago. Um, it's really all parts of my life. It's not just family. It's not just work. It's, it's not just recreational time. It, you know, faith really weaves throughout our lives uh, in every aspect um, and with our friendships. And so for me personally, just understanding that God is present with us always, uh, even when we don't realize it, <laughs> was a real blessing for me. Mm, amen. So when you started meeting with the group, uh, where were you at uh, regarding faith and coming together, sharing faith? How, how would you say your own interior life has grown through this experience? Yeah, probably where I was at is, you know, I was that guy at Sunday Mass that, you know, was faithful and going every every Sunday. And, you know, I'd hit confession a couple of times a year and, um, but I really wouldn't talk about it outside of that. Um, you know, I wasn't spending great quality time in prayer every day. Um, maybe a couple of times a week, a little bit here and there. And uh, I might describe myself maybe as, as lukewarm mm-hmm. um, prior to uh, joining this group. And since then, uh, just being able to grow in my faith every day, every week, and finding different ways to explore my faith and learn about my faith uh, with these with these other men. Mm-hmm. And I want to circle back a little bit to one detail you shared. You, you, you don't know this about me, but I, but I also just went through Exodus. So I have a little oh, idea. Did. Yeah, I have a little idea what you did. I did the Exodus 90 uh, starting in early January of this year. And we had a, a good group of men from my parish here at St. Michael go through it. We still do uh, some uh, smaller gatherings at this time because, of course, it ended at Easter. But can you tell us about the impact of Exodus 90 uh, upon this progression of your own, own interior growth and, and relationship with our Lord? It was, you know, the Access 90 program is really instrumental in helping us really find out two things about ourselves, how much greater love God can give us, I think was the first thing. And then the second thing was really how to, how to approach it, how to appreciate it, you know, with doing some better examine, uh, daily examinations of ourselves or uh, more confession, not being afraid of prayer and not being afraid of silence. Silence was really hard for a lot of us in our group. Uh, you know, Exodus requires um, no TV and, and no sports and <laughs> a lot of those yep. things. And uh, that silence was really tough for a lot of us. Um, and now uh, to not have the silence is, is equally as difficult. So those those things were really important. And then the the sacrifices of fasting and almsgiving um, really came to life during Exodus 90 for me, just to be able to learn how to live those uh, those two things in my faith life. Hmm. And so what would you say was the importance of doing this with other men? Was there some kind of a connection that, that you made? Because, I mean, probably technically you could have done Exodus on your own if you really were inspired and motivated, but what, what about that connection with other men and, and the, now the men's group? 
Yeah, it was super important to not feel like you were alone uh, in, in our journey. Our group was interesting. There were six of us. Um, none of us knew each other extremely well. Uh, we were not close friends. Um, we had some acquaintances, I guess. We were acquaintances, but uh, just learning to grow with one another, and it was important for me, at least, to know that not not understanding prayer or not understanding silence um, and growing in those ways with those other men uh, was a lot less scary uh, to, to be able to do it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially experiencing that interior growth. And where, when you when you were experiencing that, Dan, can you share a little bit about what what uh, inside yourself, what do you think was making you grow? Because you, you mentioned you grew from, say, someone at Sunday Mass, but then not really talking about our Lord, but then all of a sudden... Now this comfort and this even, not only comfort, but an outward desire to share that fruitfulness of your interior. What, what was going on inside or, who, you know, can you describe who was doing that or what was doing that? Right. I think knowing that other, other people were involved with me gave me kind of an accountability in the beginning, you know, kind of forced me to show up uh, for my faith. Um, that started in the beginning and then since then, the comfort that God gives us to talk about our faith, uh, to live our faith, to practice our faith, for me, has been really pretty, pretty amazing and pretty simple. Um, it, it initially, I kind of compare it going to the gym. You know, it's hard to go to the gym some days, um, but mm-hmm. once you start going and, and once you start getting into your prayer life, and once I started understanding things about my faith a little bit deeper and a little bit better. Uh, if I miss that, that workout, if I miss that, that hour of prayer, then I, I notice that and I, I don't really like it. <laughs> so that's how I've been able to um, talk about it a little bit is comparing it to something that I may be familiar with um, in my life. Yes. And I, I relate to this, Dan, too, because I, I see this in my, my life as a priest and also my life in uh, service in the parish that uh, men, you know, we have this need not only to grow interiorly, but have this sense of, uh, of doing so in relationship with other men. There's, a, there's some quality of that uh, that is um, not only affirming, but also energizing, uh, that there is a particular need or a desire to grow uh, together, and that's I think Exodus ninety does a great job with that, uh, encouraging fraternity, and then that that addressing of the interior life, along with a sense of accountability and what's called an anchor. So it makes for an environment, uh, the possibility of having a um, I don't know what you call it, maybe the the soil is is uh, tilled in such a way so that the the mover, that mover, the Holy Spirit comes and activates his seeds of grace uh, that we all receive through uh, baptism and that things get going. Um, so what, what kind of things have you grown in your own interior life regarding prayer, Dan? How, what, how do you like to pray at this time now that you're experiencing growth? No, when I first started, I thought I could pray at, uh, before I went to bed at 11 o'clock at night. I found that you know, I was falling asleep <laughs> before, uh-huh. or I could get any, uh, any real fruit out of it. So my prayer life has changed where I get up early in the morning um, and they spend an hour, you know, sometimes my hour is only 20 minutes. I had to learn that, 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 that it's okay to be imperfect. But um, 
having a, a ritual to my prayer, uh, to my holy hour, is important. So I spend a little bit of time uh, just opening myself up to God in the beginning, and, and then I usually use some uh, gospel readings or uh, some kind of uh, news article or magazine article or just something to get me into uh, a groove. And it, it, like, I spent uh, probably a month on Sermon on the Mount and mm-hmm. just trying to understand what that means um, in the Gospel of Matthew. And then I just spend quality time at doing an exam and then just intentional prayers for others. And, you know, that hour flies by super fast. Wow. And what would you say for men thinking about dedicating time to prayer? What Would you give them some encouragement? Yeah, my encouragement would be to to expect imperfection, that it's going to be really difficult at times, um, and to take your time with it. You know, you're not going to go run a marathon the first time you put on a pair of running shoes, but uh, you might be able to make it around the block. Mm-hmm. And so it's a growth process. Um, I'm super excited about knowing that in my lifetime I'll never experience the, the richness and the, of the Church or be able to experience everything there is to experience. There's just too much there. So there's always something to look forward to, and I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Father Randall Kazel from the Church of St. Michael, Pine Island, Minnesota. We're Real Presence Radio Live. We're blessed to have Dan Specht with us from Yankton, South Dakota. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu nursing. That's umary.edu nursing. As a DRE, I am grateful for the many faith-based learning opportunities provided to us on Real Presence Radio. I find something of value in all the programs, and I encourage anyone involved in their parish's religious education program to listen to Real Presence Radio. Your time will never be wasted, and the valuable information you will receive that you in turn then will pass on to the children you catechize will be blessed and of great merit. I have been Catholic all my life. I love the Church. Real Presence Radio has given me courage and confidence to share my faith. It's a great tool for education and evangelization. There is so much to learn about this wonderful Church. We need the prayers of the angels and saints to assist us in doing God's will. I want to financially support Real Presence Radio so it can continue to fulfill its mission. If Real Presence Radio was not on the air, it would be like losing a trusted friend. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. 
From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. Listening to Father Randall Kazel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Great to have you with us here this day on this Feast of Saints Anne and Joachim, the grandparents of our Lord Jesus, the parents of Mary, the Immaculate Conception. Remember, let us ask them to pray for us and our grandparents and all the elderly. We're blessed to have with us right now for the last part of our interview, Dan Specht from Yankton, South Dakota. He operates his own small real estate company in Yankton, and he's involved in a men's group in which he's experienced great growth in the love of our Lord. Great to have you with us here, Dan. Thanks, Father. It's fun to talk with you. Amen. Good. I enjoy it as well. And you've shared with us in a wonderful ways your own growth uh, in our faith, and especially in the last several years. And uh, so in your group, you found ways to bring uh, this growth in faith into your work. Can you share with us a little bit more about how you and perhaps some of your friends are doing that great wo- work of sharing Jesus with others? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, our group is is really eclectic. You know, we have a banker and a judge and a and a college professor and a, a, the, a um, uh, therapy physical therapist and uh-huh. so just to bring those different perspectives uh, together has really helped each one of us in our own in our own ways. And one of the things that I've been able to take back to uh, my staff and my coworkers is meeting people where they're at in their lives. You know, I think we get so hung up and, and there's so much divisiveness right now within our world, it seems like, that it's a good for us to step back when we're talking with each other and with our clients and just maybe think about what's going on in that person's life that, um, you know, is creating this situation. Uh, in our business, we're in real estate, so people are moving uh, it's a stressful time. They might be moving because of a job change or maybe they're, they're older and their house is too big and they need to downsize or or maybe there's a family situation, a divorce or an illness. So just trying to recognize that in people and, and take that to heart um, has really been important for us in our business and taking that back with, with the people we work with. And the second thing I would say that we've done a pretty good job of is recognizing where conversations about our faith can happen. And my wife and I try and do that within our job. And it's surprising the number of times that we can meet with a client or or meet with one of our coworkers. And faith, that discussion about faith is wide open. And we just need to walk through that door a little more often. I think we're just scared a lot of times to ask people about their faith or or how their faith might, uh, you know, impact their lives right now. And so we've been able to do those two things pretty well, Father. Oh, that's fantastic. And you're able to keep meeting and support each other and 
So when you have your ongoing meetings, are you sharing some of these things and, and uh, encouraging? How, how does that dynamic work for your ongoing relationships with the other men? It works. It works really well because we can bring our, you know, we bring our work to our, to our men's group sometimes. And there might be a situation at work where I, I'm not sure how to handle it because mm-hmm. of whatever reason. And, and these men that I meet with, they can bring that faith perspective to me. And uh, for, me, for me, at least, and I think maybe for the rest of the guys in the group, it's helped clear up those gray lines. Um, and made it a little bit more black and white, uh, using our faith in our business um, with, with different reasons. And an example might be a, a few weeks ago, uh, one of our guys brought something to our group, and you know, three or four of us were able to talk about it with him. And you know, he emailed us a couple days later and said, "Hey, thanks. So the advice I got from you guys really worked." Mm. And so that was very helpful. Wow, that's great. Uh, one one little angle here I'm a little curious about, and maybe some guys who uh, might have been in like your shoes four or five years ago might be wondering how how has your your wife responded to these, and maybe the the spouses of some of the other friends in your group. How how have they taken? Because uh, you you've mentioned you've changed and you you've grown closer to our Lord. What what has been the responses of the spouses? You know, it's been healthy. They're all very supportive. Of- where we're going, I think the most challenging thing for us is, and if this wouldn't be any different for any other reason, as we grow as, as men in our in our faith and in our group, um, you know, we're doing that alongside of our wives. And well, I don't know how to say this properly, but you know, we're maybe ahead of them a little bit, and mm. in some ways, and to try and live that with them as has been a little difficult at times, but the fruit of, of my relationship with my wife has grown tremendously uh, within our faith. You know, we find ourselves praying together more, um, asking for help uh, from each other more, and just a, real, a, a deeper relationship with my wife, for sure. Thank you for sharing that, Dan. And if I might interject one little suggestion, uh, uh, this morning I had an interview, two interviews ago, with Liz Kelly. She has a great book on uh, lives of the saints and connecting with holy women. So that might make a great gift to your spouses to say, you know, if you say, how can I help my wife to continue to grow and together grow? It sounds like a great book to me. That's a little suggestion there. And if the, all of these uh, interviews will be on the website, Real Presence Radio. Uh, dot com for any of our listeners to go back and hear them and to gain more information from these interviews. And Dan, it's really great to have you with here with us here. And how would you encourage other men uh, to start on that path uh, to follow in the footsteps that you've done? That's a great question. I, I think finding for uh, for me finding other men that desire the know it's a little deeper faith and what we did is we simply looked around uh, church on Sunday mass and said that guy's been here every Sunday and I see him I, I'm going to approach him and ask him if he's interested in uh, some kind of a re- relationship and Exodus 90 was totally the key for us to get together and start this uh, it was an easy opening it was a program that's in place it, it gave you the the keys to, to starting uh, your faith journey for us. And then we've done some other things, like uh, we've done a three-day silent retreat at Broomtree. 
Um, and we meet with our priests once in a while and ask advice from them. So it just grows from there. But I think finding other men that have a, a similar interest is important. Dan, it's great to have you with us. We've just really run out of time, uh, but I thank you for your great witness. And so stay with us, Real Presence Live Radio. I'm going to turn it over to Eli, and then you'll be right back here with me after a minute. Hey, thanks, Father. Got a great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Heather Carroll, coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She'll start off the show with Glenn Gower. Summer's not over yet. And he'll talk about how you can join Mission Blueprint for their family camp. Then, Cassandra Gooley will talk about some advice for freshman college students and her experiences. Plus, Susan Albers will invite you to take a summer pilgrimage. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. That's awesome uh, that you give that witness to... um What's coming up here? We have some great shows here on Real Presence uh, Radio Live. I encourage you listeners to continue to support your local Catholic radio and to check out the website, Real Presence Radio. And you can go back and listen to all the archives and all the various uh, programs that have been uh, put through the radio. And uh, I want to encourage you, all of us listeners, to continue to develop in your devotions, including today's saints, Saints Anne and Joachim. Uh, the beauty of devotion to Saints Anne and Joachim, of course, is their relationship with our Blessed Mother. And they bring us to our Blessed Mother, inevitably then we find Jesus. And the, Jesus is the key and center of everything and meaning of our life. And where we welcome Jesus into our lives, there is always a blessing. And who of us would not want to live a life of blessing? We all do, uh, but we don't always recognize that. So our faith, faith needs to continue to grow, as our last guest, Dan, mentioned, to grow in that life and love of Jesus Christ, welcoming him into our daily experience, welcoming into our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, being willing to have that conversation with Jesus, sharing him what we're happy about and saying thank you to him throughout our day and what we're sad about, what we struggle with, what we're dis- uh, disappointed, uh, sharing with him our spiritual needs, you know, any struggles with discouragement or any struggles with temptations, uh, to get Jesus right in the middle of that and not try to live a Christian life apart from whom we follow, but instead in union with whom we follow. Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Radio Live, and I offer you my blessing, and I pray that we will continue to pray for each other. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Saints Anne and Joachim, pray for us. Stay for our next show on Real Presence Radio. Thank you for being with us. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.